The Colonel Podcast. Hosted by Noah Norton. Hello everyone and welcome to The Colonel Podcast, your source for reliable movie and entertainment news. As always, I'm your host Noah Norton. And right off the bat, I just want to say thank you for bearing with us. I know we didn't have an episode last week. Um, I got a bug. What can I say? Got a bug of some kind. Was feeling kind of down and out. Um, but I'm back. Back now. Um, nothing four days in a ventilator can't fix. All right. So let's get into it. We're going to do our quick bites section. If you remember, these are little quick stories, quick hits um, to kind of get you all caught up on what's going on in the entertainment. So let's pop it, lock it, and butter it down. First off, Tenet. Let's talk about that real quick. I know whole episode lengthy lengthy review on that and and it was tremendous but tenant is not making money it's just ugh, that's so frustrating because uh, you think about a film that's just so triumphant in everything that it set out to do it's, it's so accomplished so well realized only 30 million dollars only 30 million dollars yeah, can you believe that terrible well covid probably is the reason but, um, yeah, I, I put my life online for this film, you know? Uh, you hate to see it. Um, maybe we'll see a push in the third quarter. But uh, moving on, Dune. Dune. Okay. Yeah, we're going to talk Dune. Again, we, we'll probably do another future episode on this because it's so, it's so hot right now. So many people are asking about it. But Dune, um, it's going to be a billion-dollar movie. Let's start there. This is going to be a billion-dollar movie. Uh, spin-offs, franchise, um, a TV show on ABC, probably. I mean, that's the, the direction they're heading. It, it, it's very, very promising. Everything we're seeing looks amazing. Um, Timothy Chalamet continues to be one of the handsomest boys in Hollywood. Uh, have you seen him? In the, That is a handsome, handsome boy, and I'm glad to see that they're, uh, they're taking full advantage. I actually didn't realize that he was going to be so much of a centerpiece of that movie, Given kind of what we've seen with the um, behind-the-scenes stills, it really seemed like like we were focused on Oscar Isaac's character. And I'm not really too familiar with the Dune franchise. Um, I was, I like on my weekends, I don't you know f- like watch old classics or anything or read the read books because uh, I'm a film person. But uh, uh, yeah, it, it looks great. Looks great. It, they were so focused on Oscar Isaac's in the in the promotional material in that enormous tremendous beard that he has that i really wasn't sure if timothy chalamet was going to be featured great to see that handsome face is going to be the centerpiece of the movie awesome to see uh oh i will say uh dennis villanueva right now he's hot that's a good director that is a very good director sacrilegious put me on the cross put me on the cross we got a martyr moment here might be better than nolan at this moment might be better than nolan and you know you know how I feel about Nolan. Yeah, he Nolan repaired my relationship with my mother, so sort of. Um coming down here. Oh, um this is this is great news. Uh Nolanites, what we call ourselves, they've actually burned down the Rotten Tomatoes offices. You hear about this? Yeah. Apparently happened at midnight. A Molotov cocktail came right through the window, crash, burn, whole Rotten Tomatoes, uh I'm just getting a note here. Okay, we're we're gonna address that, but but in other words, Ron Tomatoes is burnt to the ground. Praise to Nolan. You love it. And this is a tweet I actually saw a while back. Um and I love this. 
I love this tweet. Um, it was a tweet. I forget the handle. The guy, something Nolan is God, which should be everyone's Twitter handle, pretty much, right? Uh, but but he said instead of, and I'm tr- I'm trying to remember the wording on this, but it is instead of the tomato meter, uh, Ron Tomatoes, um, they should call it the woke, uh, the woke meter. It's pretty good. That's a pretty good tweet right there. Uh, definitely, if you can find that, someone someone tag me in that. I want to see it. it. The woke meter, right? Because we're seeing that they, they give the ratings to just the dumbest things, you know? And Nolan, master of cinema, he, he continues to be underappreciated. Dark Knight Rises sitting at something like 84. Are you kidding me? And you're going to give Moonlight. You're going to give Moonlight like a 98? Yeah, sure. All right. Um, but so, okay, moving on, we're going up to that update. This has happened recently. So if you remember last week, or two weeks, two weeks ago, gosh, um, Tom Cruise died. Tom Cruise died, right? We all remember that. Um, horrible loss for the film community. He's back. He's back. Tom Cruise is alive. It, I, I was stunned when I heard it first, but Tom Cruise actually is alive. He's been revived by cutting medicine um, and apparently a ritual which blacked out the sun, but he's back. He's alive. Have you seen the photos of him? Have you seen the photos? Have you seen the, He looks younger. He actually looks younger. You know, like I don't, I don't know what they're doing over there, but Scientologists—they have something figured out. Uh, I'd look into that. And uh, as a result of our thanks for that, we're actually going to tag below. Uh, visit Scientology.org/slash the Colonel. All right, slash the Colonel. And if you actually use our discount code Poppers, Poppers, P-O-P-P-P-E-R-S, if you use that, you'll actually get a free e-reading. We're going to get those deals, huh? All right, uh, moving on, Mandalorian Season 2. Oh, how excited are we, right? Looks good, looks good. I love the confidence of that show. I love the, I love the, I love the, the it's something the boys doesn't have because this show has cojones. <clears throat> Absolutely has cojones because how about that moment in the trailer where, where it just cuts to black? You know, you, you know, you know a fight's gonna happen, and it just cuts to black, and it's, they play the audio, audio mixing, big thing for me. We know this, so well done, Baby Yoda. He he presses, um, <clears throat> he presses the button on his little egg, protects himself. Mando goes off on people. You love to see it, don't you? Ah, oh, gosh, you know, and their relationship is just so special. I actually was kind of bummed watching the trailer that it seems that they're going to advance the story because I really, I was so engrossed with just the two of them walking. Give me eight episodes of that. Disney Plus, if you're listening, give me eight episodes of Mando and Baby Yoda just walking. No destination. Walking. You can put... Three freaking suns in the background if you want to make it Star Wars. Just give me that trot. Give me that walk. 
That's direction right there. Love to see John Favreau killing it just as he is. All right, moving on. Oh, this is actually kind of an uplifting story. I'm really excited to hear it. J.J. Abrams is currently helping Daisy Ridley find her parents. Did you hear about this? Yeah, pretty cool. So Daisy Ridley, if you don't know, auditioned for the role of Ray because she also didn't know who her parents were. She was left in a garbage can in London, and she was picked up by some lowly actors. They raised her, and then she ended up auditioning for the role, and something that's helped her be Ray and perform it so well. Love her character. Bit of a Mary Sue. Love her character. But she actually embodies that character because she is essentially Ray. So J.J. Abrams currently uh, helping Ray uh, find find her biological parents. You'd love to hear that, you know? Hope this is ending has a happier one than Lost. J.J. <laughs> uh, Abrams also did Lost. Um, oh, also great news. Borat 2. Borat 2 might be a might be a thing. It might be a thing. I actually was lucky enough to go to a test screening of it. Um, it's good. I, I mean, I signed a waiver says that I can't talk about like the release, but I'm actually just going to tell you everything right now because I can't really I can't really contain my excitement about it. Borat two might be better than the first one. It, it's 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 timely, but timeless. If if that makes sense, which it does, it is fantastic. It is so good. Um, he tackles he tackles it all, you know, with what's going on in the climate. He really he he tackles it all. Um, there was a great amount of male nudity. Um, yeah, I I mean, Citizen Kane, watch out, you know, because this thing this thing's coming. It, it, he's gonna sweep it like it, he's gonna bong Jun Ho. Where he just goes directing, acting. I, I don't. I don't know if you could call it writing, because it's more performance art. But pretty good. Um. Oh. Uh. Oh. You hear about the Oscars diversity? So this is the next story. It's coming with the Oscars diversity. So in addition to the new Oscars diversity and inclusion rules, the Board of Governors are now banning actors' mothers from attending all events. That's going to be pretty big for a couple of cinema people I know. But, uh, yeah, they're tired of actors using their moms as ways to seem humbled. So during acceptance speeches, all this kind of stuff where are on set, you know. Uh, as you know, Christopher Nolan, he never shoots a movie without his mother's on set. Um, he, if you don't know, he does have two moms. Um, they work in conjunction with each other. Um, he's, it's, a, it's an interesting thing, but it's kind of like a stepmom relationship it's why he's able to tackle like women so well in his things i think because he has that perspective but uh yeah they're, they're not allowed to use their uh moms anymore in their acceptance speeches not allowed to come to events anything like that interesting um oh and this is an ongoing thing so we at the colonel news um we tackle movies and entertainment this next story um, it's about entertainment. It's kind of juicy. Um, so if you've been following this saga, uh, Martin Scorsese made some pretty questionable comments about the Marvel Cinematic Universe. We're all huge fans of the Marvel Cinematic Universe over here. We're huge fans of Martin Scorsese. We hate to see them fight. But um, he made some comments saying that movies and Marvel were less like movies, less like cinema, and more like um, roller coaster rides. So 
kind of ticked people off, and it ticked off Kevin Feige enough that he actually, and if you followed our your Instagram page, you know this, he's actually currently dating Martin Scorsese's daughter as a way to get back at him. And recent reports coming in are saying that Kevin Feige is actually outside Martin Scorsese's house right now with a leather jacket and a motorcycle. And he's just revving the engine. Martin Scorsese's daughter is running out of the house. Martin Scorsese's standing in the window cross-armed as, uh, as Kevin Feige is making quite the show of putting a hand on Martin Scorsese's daughter's butt. Um, and he's helping her on the back of the motorcycle, and they've just sped off. Um, and, and Martin Scorsese is just watching, fuming right now. You know? And Martin Scorsese's wife uh, shakes her head with a knowing smile that she remembers at once what it was like to be a teen. Anyways, uh, we'll see how that develops, and we'll be sure to give you updates. But uh, juicy, I'd say. A little juicy juicy for that Colonel Pop. All right, but that's our uh, Colonel Quick Bites. Hope you enjoyed. Uh, and next, we're going to be going to our main topic, A24. If you don't know, subject I am very familiar with. Stay tuned. All right, welcome back, everyone. Um, so I kind of teased it at the beginning of uh or at the end of last segment but uh for today our main segment we're actually going to be this is really exciting um uh, and this this is going to lead to some contention all right so be prepared if you got if you got a buddy next to you listening if you're on the car prepare for some road rage i'm going to be ranking every single a24 film are you ready as you can tell i am a big fan we know about the jacket. Um, I would, you'd call this a sweater. Yeah. We know about the sweater, A24 sweater. Uh, we know what a huge fan I am. But um, if you really if you really need more proof on my authority, because you probably go, oh, this guy's a Nolan fan. You know, Nolan, Nolan doesn't do any A24. You know, so you're probably going, oh, what's this guy? What's he going to say? But um, I'm a huge A24 fan. And if you need any more proof, check this guy out. So you can see, bring it close up. Let's read it. A24 poster. This is an A24 poster that I have. They actually sent it to me um, as a thank you for being such a fan. Uh, they sent it to me after I gave them $150, um, which I think is just a standard processing fee. But um, yeah, I'm never going to open it. I actually have made a promise to myself I'm never going to open this uh, poster. Um, because I don't ever want to ruin the integrity of the poster and, you know, like, put it out to, like, dust and stuff. But, um, yeah, there it sits. If you needed any more proof, there it is. Uh, but, yes, I will be going through every single A24 film. I have them all listed out in front of me, and we're just going to go through and rank them A tier, B tier, C tier, D tier, then, of course, S tier, supreme tier. Oh, my poster just fell. It's fine. Uh, Supreme tier, which is going to be like the the cream of the crop. And um, maybe we'll have some surprises along the way, right? Kind of exciting, you know, because, you know, it'll be a little contentious. Get ready to have some disagreements. I'm not saying that this is the definitive list, but there's not a bigger A24 fan. And frankly, there's not a bigger film fan. So let's see. All right. Here we go. Going right into it. First off, Spring Breakers. A-tier. That's an A-tier movie right there. If you haven't seen Spring Breakers, it's a terrific turn 
from James Franco, Vanessa Hudgens, Selena Gomez, the latter. It, it's a great movie. Well loved. Love the movie. Um, and the girls are really hot. Can I be a man for a second? Going to be crass. Very hot. That three-way scene in the pool. Yeah. A-tier movie. All right, moving on. The Bling Ring. Uh, this one's a lot like Spring Breakers. Um, the girls are hot. Um, A-tier. I say A-tier. Um, Emma Watson is really hot. Um, okay, yeah. All I really got to say about that. Enemy. Mm. I didn't understand it, but, and I know what you're thinking. If Noah doesn't understand a movie, then he loves it. It only works with Nolan, because Nolan has a way of crafting a movie that is absolute nonsense, but in a way that makes it seem like it would make sense, you know? Like, I feel like if I watched Inception and I thought really hard, it makes sense after. Um, Enemy didn't really make any sense, but not in that way. C tier. I'd say C tier. Is that a hot take? C tier? Eh. Uh, number four, Under the Skin. Under the Skin. That's an A tier. Scarlett Johansson's naked. She's really hot. A tier. Moving on. Ex Machina. I would love this movie. Have I? Like, if I ever saw it, I would love this movie. I know I would. Everyone tells me how good it is all the time. Uh, S tier. I'm gonna have. I'm gonna give it the first supreme. I'm. I'm gonna have to. Right? Have you seen it? Yeah, me neither. Looks good. Love Oscar Isaac's. Um, S tier. Yeah, I think so. The Witch. That's uh. That's gonna be my first D tier. Eh. I, I think with it is the girl's hot. There's no doubt about it. Um. Just, I, I don't know. It's it's it, 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 maybe it's the stifling pilgrim era clothes, or what have you. But it's it's just she's hot, and in the movie's kind of slow. You know, it, it, I get it's a slow burn horror whatever, and maybe I'm biased because this movie actually got me banned from Regal Cinemas countrywide, and it's because. I fell asleep. I fell asleep about halfway through and I and and I was w- awoken by a like usher and the usher's like sir you've been here 4 hours like you've actually missed two showings of this movie can you leave? And I said you shut up you stupid stupid boy. And uh I punched him. I punched him um and he punched me back. And I am now banned from all Regal Cinemas. So, I might be biased in D tier. The Lobster. I have to say D tier because the girls aren't really that hot in this movie. Um, Colin Farrell, he does well. He does well. He carries the subject material. Um, I don't believe in love as a concept, so it's kind of hard for me. Um... Yeah, I'd say D tier. All right, moving on. Moonlight. <laughs> Moonlight. D tier. 
D tier. Yeah, the double D. Yeah, it's not. The girls aren't that hot. There's actually not that many girls. Um, La La Land should have won. La La Land really should have won Best Picture. Um, when when I remember where I was when I did that, when they when they called La La Land, I was like, Hollywood did the right thing. You know, finally a win for photogenic people like Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone. You know, who've just been grinding, moving the mystery forever. But uh, nope, they gotta go moonlight, moonlight. Um, I've never seen it. D tier. Uh, all right, next one. It comes at night. Ugh. You talk about a wasted movie. Uh, it wasn't scary. Let's start there. Maybe it's the marketing and my expectations, but it wasn't scary. It was totally unbelievable that there could be this, ooh, plague, pandemic, ravaging a country, killing people. It just doesn't make sense, you know? In what world would that happen? You know, I, I was really hoping it'd be more believable and there'd be like a monster or a ghost that was haunting him. You have the name. It comes at night. I'm getting kind of pissed off now because I'm thinking of all the good movies that could have the name. It comes at night. Like, think about all the good movies. Come on. Seriously, and we're wasting it. We're wasting a title like that on this far-fetched plague pandemic oh so scary there's a there's a plague it's killing people and if you get it it'll kill you and it'll be horrible and it's a respiratory infection the scariest evils are ourselves come on look i'm an a24 fan you know and i i love i love everything they do but I don't love everything they do, and this is something I don't like. I'm giving it F tier. It comes at night. F tier movie. They they have a horrible, 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 horrible waste of a name. Okay, moving on. A ghost story. And they had a bad year. They had a bad year when they released these movies. Snooze Fest. Um, she ate a pie for eight minutes? What? Are you kidding me? Nothing, no scene should take eight minutes. Unless it's Mando and Baby Yoda walking through Tatooine. That's, that's, give me 20 minutes of those. All right. But, uh, yeah, that's an F tier. Gotta give an F tier. God, is that really? It comes at night. Ghost story. God. What a waste of a year. Okay, all right, all right. Next one. Good time. Good time. Loved it. Absolutely loved it. Loved it. S tier. Yeah, great movie. Uh, Fantastic. I really am hoping there's a way... And I'm sure, you know, you probably see where I'm going with this. I hope there's a way that they can make it so Good Time is, in fact, the prequel to the new Robert Pattinson Batman movie. It fits, right? It, it kind of weirdly fits. So I'm I'm not sure, you know, it would make so much sense if A24, oh, 
and Warner Brothers like teamed up together to uh, to make Good Time because it makes sense because that actually would lead very well into the Batman. Might have just I might have just I might have just spoiled the franchise for you guys. That might be a thing. Um, S tier, Supreme, love it, great movie. Robert Pattinson. It was cool to see him turn from um, Edward Snowden, who he was playing playing before. All right, next up is uh, the Florida Project. D tier. D tier. I'm just gonna say D tier. Sound like a German man. A D tier. D tier. Right. <laughs> oh. Uh. Yeah. It's. Eh. It's fine. Uh, it's not that great. I think the trouble for me is, is I just kept, whenever I see Willem Dafoe, I just think about how large his penis is. Does that happen to you guys? Yeah, like I was trying to watch Endgame the other day, and and then I just kept thinking about how big Chris Evans' penis was. And, and, and he's lifting the hammer, and I'm just thinking, does that he do it with his own hammer? It, it was really weird. And and it's kind of ruined. Oh God! I was you know what I was trying to watch the first Spider Man movie, and I just couldn't stop thinking about the Green Goblin's Pink Goblin the whole time. I kept thinking about it. Um, yeah. So I just keep thinking about Willem Dafoe's penis all the time. So I got to say D tier for me. The girls weren't that hot. Uh, next one. Oh, Lady Bird. Okay. Who? <laughs> My producer over there, he's already wincing because he knows what's coming. You know. Here comes the hurricane. Lady Bird. Garbage movie. Garbage movie. Directed by Greta Garbage Gerwig. The G's. Alliteration. Horrible. Horrible movie. Uh, Terrible direction. All of it. Too fast-paced. Can you slow a movie down? Let the characters breathe for a second? F tier. Right now, it's giving it an F tier. Maybe the worst one we've actually uh, seen on this list. It's a, it's a horrible movie. It's actually, it's worse than it comes at night, I think. Because it comes at night, has that sin of using the, a, a great title. Lady Bird has the same issue. Think about all the great movies you could have named Lady Bird. Right? Lady Bird Johnson. You know? A biopic about Lyndon B. Johnson's wife. You could have that, you know? And instead, we, we got this crap. If they had one redeeming quality, it, I, it did. It did start the Timothy Chalamet Renaissance that we're now in. It did kind of well. It started with "Call Me by Your Name," so I can't even really give it that credit. But I think it really kind of cemented Timothy because this is also the same year, so it was a big year. I yeah, I think if I had to give it anything, I'd say that. It gave us Timothy Chalamet, but even then, it's just like you didn't really give us to that, you know. And I and and I, yeah, because then that's giving credit to Greta Gerwig, you know. Because then it's like then I'm like, oh, Greta made Timothy. No, no, no. Timothy has carried your sorry ass through every film you've ever made. Lady Bird F F tier, bad movie. The Disaster Artist. I love this movie. Love this movie. S tier. First of all, Supreme S tier. One of the best movies ever made. F- 
fantastic movie. Fan, fan, fantastic. Uh, James Franco, incredible, incredible turn in it. Is James Franco canceled? Is he canceled? I hope he isn't. Because I know, oh, he sent a picture of his penis to underage women. Oh, James Franco, it turns out he's creepy and hypersexualized. I thought that's what we liked about him. I thought we liked how freaking weird he was and that, you know? I, I read a thing that, like, the women were complaining because during a scene he actually wanted to have sex during it. And it's like, I kind of just assumed that was James Franco already. I assume he was having sex during every scene he did. I don't know. I don't mean, uh, first reformed. A tier. I'm going to say A tier. Um, I didn't know what to think when I saw this movie, and I really still don't, but everyone I've talked to has told me it's really good. Um, and I'm not too narcissistic that I won't listen to other people, you know? I'll listen to the criticism, listen to what they're said. And in this case, the the support for it was just so overwhelming from the two friends that I have that I had to just go A tier. Like right off the top of my brain. So I'm saying first reformed. Great movie. A tier. Next up. Hereditary. Supreme tier. S tier. I'm actually getting chills thinking about it. That was a movie. And it started kind of showing us how brilliant Ari Aster is. God, he is brilliant. Hey, Tarantino, move out of the way because there's a new hot director in town, and it is Ari Aster, writer, director, genius, brilliant mind, hereditary. Just such an incredible film. If you haven't seen it already, here's the ending of it. It turns out that there's like a there the mom the grandma had made a pact with a demon so that she could like have longer life and live again, um, and they transfer the consciousness of the demon into um, uh, um, I'm forgetting it Nat Wolf Nat Wolf transferred into him, so that's the entire ending of the movie. But it's so good you should watch it so you can experience that ending. Ari Aster, he kills it. S tier. Beautiful, beautiful movie. Um, moving on, eighth grade. This is hard. This is hard where to put it. Um, I think C tier would be too much credit. I say D tier. I say D tier. I'm not really big. I'm not really big on these kind of like middle school age sort of stories, you know, kind of like centering around this like weird transitioning part of youth. I kind of like when, you know, it's a little more, I like like coming of age stories where they're already the age, you know, just makes more sense to me that way. So it's kind of weird, like when your protagonist is this awkward girl who's like 11 years old, you know, it's weird, right? It's kind of weird and see how she kind of grows and fits in the world and it's kind of weirdly sexual. And the girls aren't that hot. Um, so I'm going to have to say D tier. Um, okay, next one. Mid-90s. Oh, I love this movie. Mid-90s, that's an S tier, supreme tier. 
I think it's a great movie. Um, I really love these stories that are set in, like, the middle school, like, era age, like, kind of, like, 11, 12-ish. Um, it's a great coming-of-age story. Um, Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill. I Isn't it so fun to see these comedic, like, like um, these comedic forces take on, like, this, like, serious material? Isn't it so great when you get, like, a... Like a great director like Jonah Hill, um, who normally we think is such comedic light, and an actor to, to shoot this movie. I think it's great. Mid nineties. I just I love that time period. The girls are hot. All right, moving on. Under the Silver Lake, loved it. I'm gonna tell you, love this movie. I'm giving it. Oh, I didn't say mid nineties. I'm giving that the S tier. I'm giving it S tier, supreme tier. I think I'm gonna have to do the same thing for Under the Silver Lake. I think I am. It is It is so rare to find a movie like this nowadays. So rare. Um, it's brilliant. It's really brilliant. Restrained in a way. Um, I, after It Follows, I wasn't sure what this director was going to do next. Um, it Follows is one of my, one of my all-time favorite uh, horror movies because the girl is really hot in it. But Under the Silver Lake, Wow. Uh, it, it's a great, it's a great, they say there's a sophomore slump. I think it's a sophomore supreme. Yeah, it, it's good. It's a very good movie. Um, I recommend you watch it. Andrew Garfield does a great job. Um, Midsummer. You already know what I'm going to say. You already know. Ari Aster is a genius. He's incredible. He's amazing. Supreme tier, S tier. I love it. The girl's hot. It's it's really good. Um, I I wasn't sure because you see all these like like a horror movie, and your typical thought is like oh, it's gonna be dark and in 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 ooh well weirdly lit and shit. But Midsummer does that rare thing where it's it, the horror is kind of like the events and everything. It's 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 not really what you would typically think of a horror being. Um, the girls are all really hot. Uh, one of the best lovemaking scenes I've seen in 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 cinema takes me back to takes me back. You remember you remember Ghost? Takes me back to Ghost that uh that scene with the clay pot where they're making it. Ari knows romance. Ari knows romance. Ari Aster, Supreme Tier, Midsummer. Oh, great movie. All right, moving on. Um. We got a couple of these left, uh, but the farewell. F tier, F tier, bad movie, bad, bad, bad movie. Aquafina should be ashamed of yourself. You made a bad movie. Um, my biggest gripe with this movie, aside from everything, and again, the the title is it pisses me off because the farewell is such a great title. You can think of all these different things you could do. You could the farewell could have been, you know, it could have been uh, Lady Bird, the name of Lady Bird Johnson, Linda B. Johnson's wife, could have been um, when she when they left office. You know, it could have been their farewell to being first lady. You know, uh, wasn't relatable. I didn't really get it. You know, because um, it wasn't all in English, which is really confusing, right? You're gonna make a movie. And then you're not going to be able to make it so like people understand what's going on. And 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 you know what? I haven't read a book in 14 years, and I never will. I will never read a book. And the reason for that is because I'm a film fan. You know, I I watch film. I don't read, so it was really weird to just do this movie where you had to read. You know, 
Um, F tier, bad movie. Do yourself a favor. Don't watch it. Do yourself a favor and unwatch it if you can. Um, yeah, bad movie. Uh, moving on, The Lighthouse. I like this movie. I do. I If you know, like me, you know I'm a big fan of Robert Pattinson. I think he did a great job. Uh, he kind of carried the movie. Y- yeah. He kind of carried the movie. Willem Dafoe. Good. Good performance. He's got a huge penis. It's 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 enormous. I just couldn't stop seeing it the whole time. Whenever you see him naked and he's like shining, like I just kept thinking of his penis. And it didn't help that the lighthouse is this tall phallic ob like object. <sighs> And it's not like I'm not confident in myself, you know? Like, that's not the issue. I'm, I'm, it's serviceable, you know? God, it's a big penis. I didn't even pay attention to a, th- a damn thing he said the whole movie. I was like, God, his penis is big. And, and I'll also give it a B tier because the girl is hot, and you do see boobies. Um, but half of her is a fish. Didn't work for me that time. Um, moving on, our final one. The Brilliant Uncut Gems. I love this movie. I really do love this movie. Um, S tier. Supreme. It's fantastic. The Sapafadi brothers are amazing. Amazing. They're really good at creating this palatable cinema. You know? Um, I remember just watching it, and I was just so at ease. You know? Like, you're just sitting there, and you're kind of like, oh, you know? This is what movies should be. A pleasant, like, ride. You know, this journey you go on. Um, Adam Fa- Adam Adam Sandler. Sandler, we'll call him Fandler. I am a fan of you, Adam. Send me a poster. Um, but Adam Sandler, yeah. Amazing turn. Amazing, amazing turn. I talked about this with Jonah Hill. It was really cool. It was really cool to see him do that turn. Um, I thought he played I thought he played his part really well. Yeah. Uh, Uncut Gems. Very good movie. Um, Sandler did very well. I'm going to say S tier, supreme tier there. Um, I do have an honorable mention. And that is uh, Get Out, directed by Jordan Peele. I think it was 20, 2017. 2017. Uh, if you haven't heard of this movie, it kind of snuck by. Um, I don't know why I put that. Why did I put this in the honorable mention? Whatever. D tier. D tier movie, Get Out. Um, you really, during the movie, you really get the sense that Jordan Peele is kind of just lost. He's kind of lost out there. He's a little. You know, water's here, and he's he's barely he's barely above the water. Um, he's really lost without Peel, or not Peel, uh, Key. He's really lost without uh, Keegan Michael Key. Um, the movie, I wasn't. You know, I'd watched a lot of their skits, and I wasn't laughing during the movie. You know, like it was weird. It, 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 I wasn't laughing. It, it was like 
I know he wasn't trying to be scary or serious because, you know, he's a comedian. And comedians, I mean, I said it once, I said it a thousand times, comedians shouldn't try to, like, get out of their lane. They should just stay in comedy. If that's what they do, that's what they should do. So it's really weird to see him try to tackle this thing. Um, Yeah, yeah, get out. I wish you could get out of my brain. (laughs) Bad movie. Bad, bad, bad. D tier. Okay. Um, So that's my ranking of all the A24 films. Uh, Yeah, if you have any uh, thoughts, definitely leave them down below. Um, If you have any disagreements with me, let me know. I'm going to be really surprised if anyone does because I think I kind of kind of said the consensus here. Um, But yeah, thank you so much again for listening to the podcast. As always, I'm Noah Norton. Uh, Stay tuned and definitely follow our Instagram page. We have a lot of great content coming out there, uh, some good news reports, and you don't want to miss anything. All right? Have a good one.